yard again. 22-19 San Francisco in the overtime. Chiefs will throw it on third and one. Mahomes is going to run at 30-yard line. 25-20. Mahomes inside the 15 and down to the 13-yard line. Shades of Super Bowl 57 when he ran down the field in pain with the ball in his left hand and a sword in his right. It's first down on a 19-yard run by Mahomes. A touchdown wins the game. 13 seconds to go in the overtime, 22-19 San Francisco. McKinnon is in at running back, first down and goal to go. Play action fake, right side throw, touchdown! Kansas City, McCall Hardman, McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins The script is in. 25-22. It's official. The Chiefs have a dynasty. It was dynasty versus destiny. Dynasty won. This is the Magnetico Podcast. I am Jason Magnetico. I'm here with my son, Cole. What's up? Big game. It's over. Football's over. No football for seven months unless you're watching the USFL. Who's watching that? Hey, I, I might tune into a couple games because... The I heard they merged with uh, another league the, or something. The, um, I forget the... XFL. XFL. XFL and UFL, yeah. Yeah. But I might watch a couple games because the Bahamas, this this YouTuber who's trying to get into the NFL, destroying, his real name is Donald De La Haye. Congratulations to him for signing pro football team. He's been working. So he's, he's trying to get to the NFL. And with no, no NFL for the next seven months... I mean, maybe maybe he goes off in the USFL and gets a shot in the NFL. You never know. This goes back to the one podcast where I was saying this would be the perfect time of year to have some kind of other NFL rookie and it makes type sense. of thing. It but, does. yeah, the NFL's over. The Chiefs did it. Is your mic too loud? No, it's too it's too soft. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if it's my headphones or should something. should be your headphones. Like, turn me up a little bit. Hello, hello. Okay, that's better. So... Listen, I, I said on another podcast, listening back, that Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Mm. He's on his way to be being the GOAT. Brady, Brady's the GOAT. Do you, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay. Just ask you a quick question. Yeah. Do you think that Patrick Mahomes is better than Peyton Manning? Absolutely. You do? Yeah, if you look at, if you look at the numbers, I think career – Peyton Manning, I'm just guessing here. I think career playoff wins. 14. 14 for Peyton. How many has Mahomes got? 15. 15. Championships for Peyton? Two. How many has Mahomes got? Three. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes right now is better than Peyton Manning. I, I mean, I agree. Now, I, now they're two different players, right? I, yeah. I think that Peyton Manning, if he was to get into coaching, I think he'd be a killer. Oh, I think he's definitely getting into coaching. I don't he think that's would a be my pick for offensive coordinator. I hope he doesn't go do it at Tennessee, but I think that Peyton Manning's mind is probably the best quarterback I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The way he changed plays and always—I mean, he was just, yeah. But Mahomes, the thing about Mahomes that makes him eventually going to overtake Brady is what he can do with his feet. You know, Brady was that pocket guy. He could slide and get out of trouble. But Mahomes, you know, they got they sacked him a few times in the game. But, you know, when it was fourth and one or third and one or whatever it was and they called 
uh, Andy called oh, yeah, Mahomes' number. I remember that. that was fourth and one. You know, Brady's never doing that. So Mahomes gives you a little different thing. But what I want to get into right now, and we haven't discussed this, we don't never prep before this. It's just open conversation. Have you seen the the scuttle about the 49ers not knowing the rules? Yeah, I did see. Okay, that. explain this to the listeners. So basically, I I saw a video. It's kind it's kind of like college OT, but not really. So, do you want me to explain the OT rules? Well, what I want to—I I don't know if we have to explain the OT rules to the fans. What what were they confused about? They no. didn't just make the rule up. They didn't. But in the regular season, it was if you score a touchdown first, you win. Oh, but the playoffs was different. The, oh, that guy's yeah. The, pl- the playoffs was different. So, I mean, but the, it, how did they not know? You know what I mean? I, gu- I guess Kyle Shanahan didn't know, but then he explained in the post-game press conference, he was like, we wanted the ball third. We wanted them to hopefully. If, and if what does wanted the ball third mean? Okay, I'm, I was just. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, so they got, went down and scored a field goal, right? So they wanted. So I guess what he was thinking in the moment is they wanted them to like. Either they wanted to stop them, like have more momentum with the lead and stop them. Or they want them to kick a field goal, and then they get the ball third, and then its next score wins. If say they both kick a uh, field goal, and then its next score wins. So oh, uh, so in other words, let's just say they stopped them. Kansas City had to kick a field goal. Then whoever gets the ball, whoever scores after that, and that's what he meant by get the ball third. Yeah. So he was trying to go down and score a touchdown, yeah. but they got stopped. Yeah. Then there was a confusion on the clock that they were thinking that when the clock ended in the first quarter of the overtime, the first overtime, that the game would be over. But it just would have went to a new 15, yeah, and, and Kansas City still, right? Yeah. So it, it it's amazing to me that, and it's a bad look on Shanahan, that you've got to know the rules yeah. going into the game. I mean – I don't know how you, like, don't know the rules, but... I, I mean, mean, I get it, To Like, every tournament that I coached in in soccer, they had different like, yeah. tournament rules for overtime, PKs, whatever, whether it was going to be golden goal or, you know, two 10-minute quarter halves or whatever they're going to do. But that's your job as a coach to know what... So going into the playoffs, the rules were one thing. You had how many? Three, two, three playoff games? Like... You should have known the rules. Well, yeah, but that's n- it's never none of the games on the OT, and it's like it's a new rule. It's like in the past two years they made that rule. They call it the Josh Allen rule, because because Josh Allen can't beat Mahomes in the playoffs. <laughs> so they had to make up a rule. Yeah, and they so so this is interesting because now Tony Romo absolutely aggravated me. <laughs> like he, like I. I didn't watch a lot of Tony Romo when he first started, and everybody was saying how he was so smart. Like, he was calling all the plays before. Well, he's a quarterback. He shouldn't – he kind of has an understanding in the situation of what's going to happen. But, like, he was making some comments. Oh, they didn't even think he was co- – they were coming. No, they were – everybody was coming on a blitz. Like, it was so yeah. apparent before yeah, the play. I know, I know remember the play I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, when the cornerback blitzing. Yeah, he's like, down. oh, they, did, they disguised it. They didn't know he was coming. What do you mean? And everybody in the stadium knew they were bringing pressure. Like, he just said some dumb things. And then at the end of the game, you know, you're getting in the sports media. Like, let the moment be. Like, you can do your play-by-play and stuff, but 
or make your little comments, but like in a moment where they throw the like call the play, and then let the play just let. I, I prefer honestly to watch a game. Just give me the crowd noise and the 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 sound of the field. I don't need to play by play people. I really don't. I wish there was an option. You know, like Peyton and Eli do the Monday night thing. That's kind of fun to like put them on and hear them just kind of BSing and they bring people on during the game. That's kind of, I don't do it. I've watched it a little bit. So I kind of like that. Or if you're going to have like a Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart, like that would be like a couple comedians doing something. But for the most part in a game like that, I don't need those people. Like other than telling me something that's controversial of what's going on, what are they arguing about? But Tony Romo was just doing too much to me. Yeah, and I, I agree. So what was your big takeaway of the game? Do you think the 49 – I mean, I think the 49ers had a good game plan. They did, but um, their defense kind of sold in the second half. It was it was a pretty slow start for both teams in the first, but the offense started to pick it, off, pick it up for both teams in the second half. But, I mean, that 49ers defense just hit rotting in the second half. I mean, they were giving up – Big plays and touchdowns, and I mean that that was that was the difference maker. So now knowing the the rule change or whatever, which okay, I I, I might be wrong. It might it might have been in the regular season, but I don't I don't remember but, honestly. But knowing that there was a little bit of controversy then and a change, I'm wondering now because I remember Tony Romo making the statement that they should go for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. Now looking back at that, I don't remember the down and distance when they kicked the field goal in overtime. Do you, by chance? Mm, no. No. I mean, probably like forty some yards. You know, that's a Brock. Brock Purdy played a good game. I mean, I played he, his heart out. He played hard. He didn't make a. I mean, he didn't throw an interception. Mm-mm. Patrick Mahomes did. I think. I think the Chiefs turned it over twice. If, from my see, I don't have the stats in front of me. I think they they turned it over twice. I, don't, yeah. I think fumble McCaffrey. I think it was two fumbles on the 49er side, but I don't think Purdy did anything to hurt him. But now I'm wondering, with the rule the way it was, and then, so if they would have went for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal, and didn't get it. The Chiefs would have got the ball, say they were on the 27-yard line. They would have got the ball on the 27-yard line having to go the, the other way. Yeah. So I, now, now I'm questioning that a little bit because it's kind of like you put Mahomes in Brady's category. You don't give Mahomes or Brady, Peyton Manning. You don't give Aaron Rodgers. You don't give those quarterbacks that opportunity to go down and beat you. Mm-hmm. So I, now – but then the other side of me as a coach is like take the points – and I trust my defense to go out and get a stop. But you almost know in those situations, he's going down and scoring. Yeah. You're not going to stop him. And then that frustrates me, too, because you, you didn't do it all game, right? But it's almost like at the end of games, the defensive coaches, I don't know if they're just calling a little bit safe, you know. It's just the those guys are special, and that that's why they're in the position that they are. But overall, it was a great game. I uh, hit on my picks. I don't remember our scores that we picked, but I don't think me, I, you, or I, I picked 24-21. I mean, I was close. Close. But not Do you remember close. Wes's pick? I remember yours. What was well, it? 45 to like 21 Yeah, or I was way off. I mean, I don't know what you were thinking, man. I was way off, but I did take 
the Kansas City to win on a prop bet by one to six points. So I want an extra forty on that. I know West picked the Chiefs. I just I think he'd have been texting us by 30, now. It was thirty one twenty one. Thirty one twenty one. He'd have been texting us that he was right yeah. if he got it. Like right after the game, <laughs> <laughs> just start rubbing in our face. <laughs> I mean, I, I was the closest though, but I didn't pick the right winner. So on the score. I was most correct, but not on the winner, so it doesn't really matter. So, what'd you think of the halftime show? I liked it. Well, the beginning was kind of underwhelming, but when you brought out Alicia Keys, that was you like that, yeah. And then, and then obviously everybody after that, not just Alicia, but it it was a good halftime show. Good seven, seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten. I give it an eight and a half. I think that. For all the people saying, okay, you have two sides of it. You got the people that saying it sucked. They just don't like the type of music. That's number one. Um, I, for one, thought the sound was a little off on his microphone. But people are so used to entertainers going out there and performing to a backing track yeah. where they actually have the, the music and the, and the vocals playing. They're singing live but they're singing with their vocals on a backing track. So it makes the sound fuller. I give kudos to Usher for going out there and actually singing mm-hmm. and dancing, roller skating around. Like he was doing, doing, a, doing a lot. Doing his little glitch dance. He was know. doing a lot. Um, have you heard, have you heard, have you seen the Usher and Alicia Keys thing? About him putting his arm around yeah. on the Swiss Beats woman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Usher said you better hide your ladies. I, I saw that. He was like, don't don't leave your girl around me. True player. Hey. Hey. Respect it. Why can't he take his shirt off, the Janet Jackson? Okay. <laughs> you saw it on Facebook. Had to <laughs> just had to say it. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But overall, I think it was a good thing. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and predict next year's Super Bowl performer. Who? Do you have any idea? So it's in New Orleans. Mm, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Okay, so everybody's calling for Lil Wayne. I think Jay-Z, I'm telling Jay-Z if you're listening, which you're not, but we'll tag you in the post. I wish. I'll go Tim McGraw and Lil Wayne. Hmm. So they're both from Louisiana. It'll be a good balance of country and hip-hop. And I mean, it makes sense. And, you know, this, this year was all Atlanta, which I called it. Ludacris came out. Uh, Lil John. Lil John. Her. Well, you said Alicia Keys. Her. Her, which I didn't know that was her at first. She's no playing him playing no the guitar. Um, Jermaine Dupree. I don't know what you was wearing. Somebody said on Facebook that it looked like he just signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fans are gonna love your laugh. It had me rolling. That's funny. He signed a declaration of independence before the show. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what he was doing. But, yeah. Well, what about what Ludacris is wearing, man? I mean, I, it it matched, like, the roller skating thing, but I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't know, I didn't know what that whole body shield it looked like. It looked like he was about to come in and play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, Ludacris... He's one of the most um, underrated lyricists out there. Is that a word? Yeah. Underrated is a word. Lyricist? I'm talking about lyricist. Of I course know lyricist is a word. word. What are you talking about? It just sounds weird when you say it. I mean, lyricist is a word. Ludacris is a great lyricist. Um, 
Uh, so I'm glad he came out. Basically, Atlanta was there. And they represented in Las Vegas. So in New Orleans, it makes a lot of sense for Lil Wayne to come out. But then the last couple years, so we had this year, Usher. Last year, Rihanna. The year before that, Dre, Snoop, Eminem. So I kind of feel like the balance has got to go to a little more rock or country next year, too much stuff in a row. But I think a good balance would be the country, Tim McGraw. You know, I think, pretty sure Nelly has some songs with McGraw. So maybe Wayne and him could do something together and it, or kind of mix it in. I think it will work. So Jay-Z, if you're listening, Tim McGraw. And, there's a, and then with those two artists, Tim McGraw and Lil Wayne, you could bring out a lot of other people. So that, that's my prediction right now. Not a bad prediction. I mean, be a good balance. So the Chiefs and 49ers, are they locks next year to get back? What do you what do you think? And you know a lot more about who's leaving and free agent stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the 49ers are going to be like the same team basically. I mean, the Chiefs got some some leaving, not not very big pieces. Actually, yes, Chris Jones, he could be leaving, but I doubt it. Um they're both going to be like basically the same team. It's just it's just who's going to step up and and beat the beat the powerhouses in the AFC and NFC. So I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're locks or if they're if they're going to both repeat go to the Super Bowl. I have another prediction. Go ahead. Uh I have a feeling that the Kansas City Chiefs will have a new center next year. Why? If I'm not mistaken, well, I mean, I don't really know. I'm assuming Jason Kelsey's a free agent, and he said he was retiring. Do you know if he's still on the contract? I, so I don't. You don't know? You said the Chiefs would have a new center? I kind of feel like Jason Kelsey's going to go play with Travis. No. You don't think so? No. The Chiefs have the best center in the league. Creed Humphrey, he's not. Okay. I mean, you know more. I mean, me. Jason Kelsey, I'm not saying he's he's getting up there in age, but Creed Humphrey's like what? 20? I mean, Jason Kelsey won the award for best center in the league. I know. But Creed Humphrey is still 26, 27, something like that. He's still young. So you it, think he goes back to – I don't think he's done. So you think he goes back to Philly? I think he's done. I, I feel like he, he just had another daughter like a couple years ago or a year ago, something like that. I feel like he, he he's going to go be a family man. I found it shocking. I, d- I don't know past Super Bowls if Jason Kelsey wore Kansas City gear to go watch his brother, but I found it odd that he was in Kansas City stuff. And even though it's his brother and all that, usually if you're on a professional team, well, he he's not. It will, he might be. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't really know. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to put on another gear, it makes your fans feel away. Yeah. So I was, but he's not. I guess because technically, so I'll have to look that up to see if I would just thought he would have wore regular clothes to go support his brother, but to be all dressed up in KC stuff. Did you see any of the videos of him? There's a video of the Chiefs after party, and I think the DJ that wears the was it marshmallow? Yeah. So Jason Kelsey's up on stage dancing. He's got like um like one of them wrestler masks <laughs> dancing up on the stage with marshmallow. He seems like he, he's a fun guy. He is a fun guy for sure. And uh, the over, if you had the over on Taylor Swift in the box, you you won by a lot. What was the, what, what was the they line? had it at five and a half, I think. They, that's an actual line? That was an actual line. Somebody, yeah, saw a video. A guy bet $500 and won. Wow. 
But then wasn't it? I mean, our count. I think we stopped counting at nine. I think the thing they showed her a couple more times after that. Too. And that was only what they showed us on TV. They were showing her on the box in the stadium, on the jumbotron, a lot more apparently. Oh yeah. So I guess it was the TV that they had the bet. But ESPN posted that they that she was shown one percent of the Super Bowl. She wasn't even shown for a minute, a minute total. I think it was fifty three seconds yeah. of total airtime on CBS. That's uh, I mean that's still crazy. Yeah, and people say, well, they didn't show Beyonce. Yes, they did. They showed. They showed. They, they showed. showed a ton of they showed everybody. But they obviously they showed Taylor. Swift. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, and you know, the other girl. I didn't. Ice bl- Spice. Oh, Ice Spice was there. I'll, I'll leave my comments of that. I won't get into that. Um, Blake Lively or whatever. I don't. What's I the What's the one that asked you who she was? I don't know who that is, honestly. I, I Ar- Ariana. Ariana. Oh, it was Ariana who told me. I guess they're friends or whatever, but. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the in the the booth. I could uh I can give my comments on that, but we'll save that for another show. I don't even know who Ice Spice is. I may have heard of her. She kind of looked like Annie a little bit. Somebody said that she looks like Drake's son. <laughs> 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 that was crazy when I first heard that. Uh, so next year, the Bucks. Uh, where the where's the draft kind of looking at? Where was our pick? I mean. We we got this we got this DB Cooper Dejan Cooper Cooper Dejan I don't know how to say his name, uh, he's he's been he's been on our radar. I saw Michael Penix is on our radar. So yeah, I did see that. So I mean maybe take a chance on him, but twenty four. Apparently some free agent wide receivers are kind of considering the Bucks. I mean, I I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, look at look at the season that Baker just had. If we draft a rookie quarterback, and if Mike Evans leaves, that that gives them a step up to be that number one receiver. You know, one of the big reasons why people look to come to Tampa because it's hot. Oh, it's good weather, but uh, there's no there's no state tax. When you sign those big contracts and you ain't got to pay state tax on a twenty five million dollar contract or whatever. Oh boy, Otani is in shambles. Well, see, they changed. See, they did something with that. So that's part of the reason why that contract's deferred because there's some law I don't know, you know, I don't want to act like I, I know exactly what I'm talking about, but th- part of the reason is deferring that money is he's not taking such a big hit every year on, on the tax yeah. in California because I mean, the tax in California is crazy. So I mean, I feel I feel good for the people in Texas because those those taxes aren't that much. We'll definitely give the fan. We'll definitely do some draft stuff as we get closer to April. That's oh, when it we'll, is, we'll right? Probably, we'll probably do a whole first round mock draft. Oh yeah, you're good at that. I mean, not really. I I mean, I just look at the mock drafts. I mean, I'll, I'll probably do a little bit of scouting. I want to see who the Giants get in the books. That's all I care about. The Giants got what pick do they have? They have like a fifth or sixth pick, I think. Oh, that's nice. I did see uh the Giants. Turn down the opportunity to trade up to get Mahomes. Yeah, and no, that was the that was the Forty ers No, it was the Giants too. The Giants were in position because the the GM, whoever it was at the time, has come out. I read an article. <coughs> he got vetoed. Basically, he wanted to draft Mahomes, move up, and like Kansas City did, and they were told no because of they didn't want to give up that many picks. But then you look at it now, and you're paying two quarterbacks, Daniel Jones and the other guy, all this money, and you could have had Mahomes, and he's got three Super Bowls now. And well, what do you have the same production with that team? 
is the question. You know, Prob- probably not. Does he have the best? No. How do you say that though? Why do you say that? Do you think that? Because look at the Giants' wide receivers, Darius Slayton. Listen, that's I, their number one receiver. I mean, what Patrick Mahomes did this year with the talent. I mean, he's got Travis Kelsey. That's that's the thing. Travis Kelsey had a down year, and he's still carrying that wide receiver room. All right, let's get into it. Okay, okay, okay. Rashi Rice is great. Let's get into the Travis Kelsey situation for a second. The Andy Reid thing. Yeah. Now that now we've had a couple of days to let it die. When, okay, when it first happened, and still still now, my take on it is, you've got to control your emotions, and you can't lay your hands on your coach. No, he didn't lay his. Hand. I mean, he bumped into him, and Andy Reid has come out as he should, and has defended Travis. That's our relationship. I bumped him too, but I also saw a video where a trainer was trying to give Travis Kelsey back his helmet, and Andy Reid was like, "No, don't give it to him." Because he's went over there and slammed him on the ground. That type of situation there for a professional athlete, I understand emotions are high and all that. And I'm not one of these soft, woke people that's offended by everything. But you got to handle yourself in a professional manner. And kids are watching. And it's not, kids are already so disrespectful now. So it's not okay. You know, I talked about, you've done a great job over the years of like maturing not getting so mad if you strike out or you make an error and just moving on. So I don't like that part of it. It was disrespectful. To disrespect your coach, you know the cameras are on you. You know, you got to you go up to him, coach, keep me in the ball game. Don't take me out no more. It's ridiculous. I'm the best player. Like you say, you know, like, but the way he ran up to him aggressively, bumped him, I'm against it. Not for it. He apologized. They've moved on. They're too, you know, they, they're going to be fine. Yeah. The backlash that Travis Kelsey's getting is a lot. But my only thing that stands out to me is we've watched games. Um, T.O., Diggs, uh, there's tons of tons of Randy Moss. You know, when they d- done it in the past, there are cancers on the team. And, you know, it – they just kind of like, oh, it's no big deal. And, and I, he deserves I, criticism for it. So I'm glad he's getting the criticism after the fact is, is what I'm saying. Because it was wrong. And, yes, they've, you know, patched it over and he's apologized and then moved on. They won the championship. But if they didn't win, it would have been a bigger story. Oh, for sure. I mean, emotions were high in the moment. I mean, not defending him at all. He shouldn't have done it. But. I mean, emotions are high. Obviously, it's a Super Bowl, big game, but it was only the first quarter. Like, yeah. it, it, it really, and they really didn't score on that drive, did they? Or they might kick the field goal, but they, no. So th- he was open on a play before, and then, but they had a, a first down on the play, so the play oh, was yeah, successful. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was the fifty-two <coughs> yard pass. I think what happened was they took him out of the game, and they ran the ball, yeah. and, and the guy fumbled, fumbled. Yeah. and which. He's a competitor. He ran to his coach. Don't take me out, which I don't agree with, you know, taking a guy out when you're going to run the ball because it kind of gives the other team like, oh, they take Travis out when they're going to run and they play the run a little more. So I kind of like keeping my people in there to kind of keep it off balance. But it, it was just a high heated moment. We've all made mistakes. I've never heard a report that Travis Kelsey's a bad teammate or a cancer in the locker room or anything like that. It's just. It's Super Bowl. He's a competitor, but 
if he doesn't get a pass, you know, he, he deserves to take the yeah. criticism that he Just did. Just like and everybody else would. Absolutely. So that's all on that. You know, at the moment, I was a little more hot about it than I am now. But, you know, it, it was the, that was the moment. But you got to be a role model. You know, there, there's a I'm, – as I'm older, I used to be like athletes don't have to be a role model, like Charles Barkley. I was like, I'm not a role model. I'm like, yes, you are. Like, kids are looking up to you. Like, you, you know, you got to handle yourself in a professional way. Agreed. So, uh, OC at Florida. Napier says he's not hiring anybody. He's calling the plays. Uh, we lost our strength and conditioning coach after being there for three weeks. He goes to coach with one of his friends. Um, I don't, I don't blame Napier. His 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 job's on the line. He's keeping it to him, you know, himself. He's got a returning quarterback. He's got his five star all pro. I, I mean keep the consistency, I guess, is what he's looking at. For Napier, I wouldn't even feel like this is last se- like this is a make or break season for him. Because this is obviously probably the worst Florida team that we've had in, in the last five years. And we have the toughest schedule in all of college football. So why why would we fire him after let's say let's say we go four and eight. I mean, we won four games in the toughest schedule. But I mean, I wouldn't really say like we fire him after that. <coughs> so it's really gonna come down to Lagway and what what he looks like he's gonna be. Because Napier got Lagway here, Correct. if you really think about it. And when all the dust settled, we have a top ten recruiting class. After the portal transfers and all that stuff. So, I think it's the first time that Florida has two players at the caliber of Lagway, and I think it's McCray. The defensive. So, you got a defensive stud and an offensive stud. Both top in their position. Both top in the country in their positions. Both top 10 in the country. So, you know, we have to see what he could do next year. It's kind of a wash. And the offense really wasn't the problem. It wasn't. It was... That horrific defense. So they've made changes on defense, and we'll see what he does. You're right. It's a tough schedule next year, but he better show some signs of, I got this thing rolling. Yeah. And that 2025 recruiting class better keep growing because that's his only chance right now because yeah. Florida fans are ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. They they put too much, like, on him. Well, I mean, let me stop talking. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 that's what it is. It's college football. But I thought I just wanted to bring it up because he did come out and say he is not hiring, which I understand. You've yeah. got a returning quarterback. You recruit. It, it worked last year. It did. I mean, offense really wasn't – play calling sometimes was uh, – but Screen you know. on third and ten. Yeah, yeah. you know. So eh. we'll see what happens. But we will be getting into a lot more baseball moving forward. Yes. Following the New York Mets. Spring training is upon us. We are not signing anybody, apparently. So, Solar just went. He went to the Giants. So, we'll see what happens. But, any last words before we get out of here? Mets need to sign somebody. Uh, Bucks to the Bowl, 25. Gators to the championship. (laughs) Maybe in softball. Are we going to cover golf? Golf's coming up. Hell no. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Magnetico Podcast. Peace.